Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. Today we are going to activate our compassion and our kindness because it is about activating and evolving our community. But way beyond that, we're also going to find ways to really soothe those pains that exist inside of us and recognize that we are not alone in that pain. And we have three advocates for being able to help and to be helpful to other people that are with us today with dynamic information about how you can help and be helped. Jeff Bell, good morning. Orly Waba, good morning. Robert Villanueva, good morning. How are you each doing today? Oh, thanks for having us, Dr. Carroll. Great to be here. Thanks so much. This is, uh, this is really excellent. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, and thank you for having us. Uh, we are excited. Okay. Well, each of you, you have a story to tell about a vision for helping people and a vision for having people also recognize that helping others is a way of reaching so wonderfully inside ourselves, waking ourselves up, uh, both in our brain structure and our evolution. Jeff, I'm going to begin with you because you have an impassioned tale to tell from your history and from what you have decided to do with your history. Jeff Bell. Well, thank you, Dr. Carolyn. I would have never imagined that the course of my life would take the path that it has. Um, I'm a guy who grew up wanting to be a writer and got into radio and life was going great. But then, like so many of us, I found that uh, adversity was looking me square in the face. And uh, my particular adversity was mental illness, a form called obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. And in my Mm -hmm. late 20s, life started spiraling out of control. And um, I was living this incredibly elaborate double life as a very successful radio anchor in San Francisco who at the same time was getting stuck in the house and could barely leave because of all the OCD issues I was having. And the long and the short of it is that I found a big part of my recovery process beyond professional help was reaching out and helping other people along the way. And as I started to get better, the more I was able to find ways to help other people, the stronger I got, the better I got. It was this amazing cycle. And so uh, once I got better, and was able to, it was in a position that I could start doing something in a, a broader sense with all this. I started writing about my story and sharing my story, and it ultimately has led to this incredible partnership with Orly Waba and Life Best Inside to uh, take this notion of uh, we help ourselves by helping others to an international audience. And it's just been a, a phenomenal journey. Huh. That's wonderful. And Jeff Bell, you are author of two books, Rewind, <laughs> Play, Repeat, when in doubt, make belief, and also you you can listen to his beautiful voice there, everybody, at KCBS Radio in San Francisco in the afternoon. Orly, tell us about you and what your vision was for helping and being helped. So uh, thank you so much again for having me. Uh, so I, I'm the founder of an organization, a nonprofit called uh, Life Fest Inside, and Life Fest Inside is all about uh, spreading kindness and empowering people and building self-esteem and self-value. One of the biggest issues uh, going on in today's society is that people lack that sense of value and sense of worth. They don't recognize just how awesome and how special they truly are. 
And so uh-huh. what Life Has Inside is geared towards doing is helping people realize that just who they are, uh, just you know, just by being whoever it is that they are, is awesome and is amazing, and the potential they have to affect change in the world. And one of the greatest tools to do that is kindness, because uh, you know, just like Jeff was saying, you know, when you give, in a sense, it heals a, a, you know a different aspect of your own self that you're going through, whatever hardships that you might be going through. And so the concept is when you're involved in acts of kindness and acts of giving, it helps you recognize, see a glimpse of your potential and the ability you have to make a difference and impact in the world. So kindness is used as that tool to empower us and have us really, in a sense, get a true sense of our validation, not from the external things that society tells us should really kind of give us that validation, but really the only true sense of validation comes from within yourself and and loving and recognizing that power. Beautifully said, Orly. And people, you can find out more about Orly's organization easily on Facebook, Life, Life Vest Inside with 52,000 likes on her site and inspirational statements that will just make you feel like you can share that smile and that will have a power you cannot underestimate. Robert Villanueva, welcome to the show. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And what is it you're passionate about associated to all of this project? Hope, project yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I got involved in, and I met Jeff through uh, doing some public speaking about uh, also my adversity with dealing with bipolar disorder. Um, I was diagnosed about 12 years ago, and uh, during that journey of recovery, I found that uh, reaching out and helping others and, and, and telling my story and trying to reduce stigma um, started making me get healthier and better. And so then I got involved with an organization called NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, um, and they sponsor a program called Inner Own Voice where um, two people dealing with a mental health issue go out to a public venue um, and share their story, so it's outreach, education, um, and create, create the uh, acceptance, you know, um, about people dealing with mental illness. So, Currently, one of our projects that we're launching is um, to go into psychiatric units and actually tell our story on the units for people that are dealing with psychiatric issues. So Jeff's uh, organization um, really aligns that adversity to advocacy amongst peers. So when I'm speaking amongst my peers and doing well and giving them hope, um, you can see them light up and, and really look towards that kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and then with with uh, with life that's inside the acts of kindness, so simple acts of kindness, just uh, sitting and listening to maybe somebody who is homeless or somebody who is really struggling and uh, buying them lunch or something like that is uh, is the essence I think of uh, life that's inside is is getting out of our comfort zone and just really really uh, coming from the heart and, and and being kind to others makes a difference. Beautiful. And you have also a Facebook called A2A Alliance, which is Adversity to Advocacy. And we're going to find out more about that in a moment. But, folks, if you are needing to hear others and their stories about how they overcame a really difficult situation, this is a quick and very direct and passionate uh, outreach to give you the stories that you see people fighting and winning or surviving. And, boy, we just need that sometimes. Okay, now, you're going to all talk at once, I know, so we're all going to get excited by talking on top of each other. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Project Hope Exchange in specific, and I'm on that website, projecthopeexchange.com. And this is a place that people can use to leave messages or to hear messages. 
And I just had to do it before we had this show, and I left a message. It was so easy to do. But now all three of you talk at once, and then one of you win. <laughs> Tell me about this site and how people can use it and uh, demonstrate it, if you will, so that we can become the givers of hope. Or <laughs> why don't you walk us through that? Sure, sure. Uh, so just in terms of the – so Project Hope Exchange, first off, I just have to say this is – Absolutely phenomenal, being able to connect with Jeff um, and to, to really make this come alive. Um, and he had, he had approached me some months ago. And it's just been a phenomenal, amazing, amazing journey. And kind of like what you said, the concept that when you give hope, uh, you get hope. Very, we've all been through various adversity in our life, whatever that might be, uh, because adversity is whatever a person is experiencing. And so the greatest way in order to, 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 to get hope is by giving hope, by helping another person. And when we give, we, in a sense, we heal ourselves. And so through, through Project Exchange, uh, Hope Exchange, you can go onto the site or you can call the Hope Line and simply leave an audio message of hope for someone that's going through the same adversity that you've been through or, they, they, you know, they, or that you might currently still be facing. And other people can come on and, based on the various categories, can listen to those audio messages of hope and recognize and realize that, you know, uh, that there is still hope, that there is something to continue moving on for. For me, uh, you know, I personally went through a very, very scary, dark depression as, as a teenager. And the, the reason why it was such a hard time for me is that I lost, I had lost hope. When a person has no hope, then it's over for them. Uh, and people need to know that other people are experiencing those same, same things, knowing that someone is there, someone is there to reach out, someone is there to, to you know, help, help guide them through whatever dark time it is that they're going through in their life. And that's exactly what Project Hope Exchange is all about, connecting people um, you know, to you know, to that hope and letting them believe and helping them believe in you know that tomorrow is going to be a better day. Well said, and I know that your site you have categories of physical health, mental health, and life challenges. Who else wants to step in and explain how this works and how it's helping? Sure, I'll say a few words about that, and and I want to echo Orly's sentiment about uh, the power of our partnership. It's it's really been wonderful because uh, we bring different skill sets and different communities together through Project Hope Exchange. Orly has been just a pioneer in the kindness revolution. I'm just I'm blown away and so inspired by everything that she's created worldwide on that front. And we've been very successful in partnering with academia, uh, partnering with established advocacy organizations around the world, um, and really stressing what's possible when we step into advocacy. And by bringing these two communities together, it's just incredible to see what's happening. And that was a big part of the categorizing, which was we have physical illnesses, we have mental health challenges. Those are very clear cut. But we really wanted to roll into the mix life challenges, uh, anything from poverty to unemployment to divorce, loneliness. I mean, everyone's battling some form of adversity. And I think that's the beauty of what we're doing with Project Hope Exchange right now is pulling it all together. Um, we don't believe that there are degrees of adversity when it comes right down to the principle behind all of this. If you are battling any kind of adversity, we believe you will help yourself by helping others. This project is an opportunity for people to explore that for themselves. Well, Robert, what do you think? And what do you want to add to all this equation? Yeah, I'm excited about where we're at um, with ADA. I'm one of the founding board members, so I got to see Jeff um, take this idea and thought and put it in application and design a organization that's uh, reaching out and helping others and collaborating with Orly and her program. But um, what I think about is when 
when uh, Jeff and I years ago talked about uh, there's so many people out there with passion that want to help others, that want want to do advocacy work, but how do you get involved? And that was kind of kind of stumped us. And so when Jeff came up with this idea, and uh, and they put together a collaboration for uh, Project Hope Exchange, it was it was kind of that epiphany of that light bulb going on and saying, okay, when I'm out doing public speaking, I actually tell people, go ahead and bring out your phone. They bring out their phone, and I let them know that dial these numbers, which is one eight five five nine seven five hope hit send, and you just became an advocate. Listen to those stories of hope, and, and if you get encouraged, please leave a story of hope. So sometimes people don't have an avenue into advocacy and volunteering, so this is a great avenue for that initial step in getting involved. Here's a yeah, little secret about our project. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Okay, no, I, I was just going to say one of, one of the little secrets about Project Hope Exchange is that it's every bit as much for the person leaving the message as it is for the person receiving the message. It would be really easy to look at this project as a collaboration that allows us to collect and aggregate these messages for millions of people around the world to come and get uh, inspired. That is, in fact, one of our primary objectives. But it's only half of our primary objectives because the other half is, as Robert said, to create a pathway for people to taste advocacy. I think all of us, the three of us on the line certainly, have, have found ourselves frustrated at times when people have come to us and said, hey, I love what you're doing. What can I do? Project Hope Exchange is somewhat an outgrowth of not having good answers. And this is something we've come up with that allows anybody, anywhere, with a computer or a phone, in the course of 30 seconds. They can do it anonymously. They can do it pseudo-anonymously. They can taste what advocacy is about. So that's the little hidden secret of Project Hope Exchange is it's every bit as much for the person leaving the message as for the person listening to the message. Absolutely. Orly, what were you eager to say? Oh, well, I was just going to – I basically was going to echo exactly what Jeff and Robert were saying, that the really the special thing about this is the, is the time component. There's so many people that want to do things in their life. There's so many people that are inspired to want to get involved. But inspiration can only lead so far. You know, when you get inspired to, to kind of change your life or take something upon yourself, you know, inspiration can fade. But with Project Hope Exchange, it's giving somebody an opportunity to engage in a really amazing way, and it doesn't have to change their whole world around. It takes 30 seconds. That's all it takes. And so uh, anyone, like you said, can become an, an, an advocate and feel really, in a sense, that satisfaction of, wow, I actually had, I took part in, in bringing hope to somebody else uh, and it was and it was because of something I had gone through in my life that I thought was a terrible, terrible thing, but now I'm actually able to turn that that hardship into something really positive for another individual. Um, and so I think that that's a very, very, very powerful thing uh, because it's something that can actually be fit into our everyday hectic schedules. Uh, you know, you don't need to change your world around. It's just about uh, it's just it's reaching out to people and it's showing people you can reach out to people in such a simple way. Thirty seconds is all it takes. Yeah, in, in fact, Orly, I'm going to share with, with everyone our, our greatest brainstorming session that you and I have had, and that was, okay, how do we convey to people that they can really do it in 30 seconds? And we started kicking this around over the phone. Orly's in New York. I'm in San Francisco, and we were playing with all these analogies. And I'm going to read you from our website what we came up with, because I love this. Imagine you're on a train. The woman next to you just shared that she is dealing with a challenge that you yourself have been through. Your stop is next. You only have a 30-second window to offer some meaningful encouragement to this woman, what would you say? 
And we think that captures it. You've got 30 seconds. Say something meaningful. And people can't. You'd be amazed at the messages coming in from all around the world, by the way. And people get it. They, they are able to impart the greatest wisdom in just 30 seconds. It's really, truly remarkable. It's beautiful. So I've had it, it, it also empowers people to realize and recognize that you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be the wealthiest person or the most famous person or, uh, you know, whatever it is. Those external things don't matter to make a difference in this world. You can make a difference in this world simply just by being you and, and by sharing with other people and, and, and you know, uh, and opening up about things that you've been through and recognizing other people have been through that same thing. Um, and, you know, in a sense, that's that common thread that ties us all together. And hope is so essential to, you know, to, to human survival. It's just so beautiful to hear all your enthusiasms and a whole dynamic of let's get this going, let's be on top of our game, and let's help others be on top of their game as well. So as I was about to say, I'm going to put this on my speed dial, and I think on a daily basis I'm going to look at that number and say, is today a day where I can share a message of hope or a day-to-day where I need to receive again and get a message mm-hmm. of hope? Because that, that will wake me up. Yeah, that will wake me up to being able to say, I, if I just give a smile to that next person, that might be of assistance, or open the door, or say something friendly. Because we know that we can activate inside of other people and ourselves the changes of chemistry in our brain, our dopamine, our serotonin, those things do with depression and anxiety. We can do that for another person in a matter of seconds, and we can do it for ourselves in a matter of seconds. And here you have this whole situation with the phone, and I even see myself handing that phone to some of the children that I know and work with and raise and saying, hey, give a message of hope. Give a message of hope so that child begins to realize, wow, I really do have some way to benefit other people to have a better day. This is a wonderful tool. Thank you. And, and Dr. Carroll, I'm so glad that you actually raised something there in terms of the physiological benefits of this because, quite honestly, when, when I first got started with the whole project years ago in terms of the Ada Way Alliance, I came at it like Robert and like Orly as, as someone who had been through adversity and do experientially that there was something magic about helping other people. But I'm not a scientist. I've got no medical background. And as I started writing my second book um, about this power I was finding from giving back, I came to find that there's this amazing body of empirical evidence that supports this notion about helping ourselves by helping others. And it's not just the psychology, which was the really fascinating part for me. It's the physiology as well. Um, And we're really pleased to be working with the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley, uh, Dr. Dr. Dacher Keltner and Dr. Stephen Hinshaw there, um, Helen Reese at Harvard, uh, we, we're really trying to keep this a best practices project that looks at all of the benefits psychologically, physiologically, and so forth from um, getting involved in this sort of a project. That's wonderful. Yes, you can actually, folks, listen to uh, Dr. Dacker Keltner on TED Talks or YouTube and find out more about what it means to really tap into your compassion and give out the good because he believes we were born to be good, which is an interesting idea. What are your thoughts, each of you, about human nature's uh, capacity to be good, mean, disgruntled, antagonistic, you know, quick to temper versus kind, helpful, compassionate, empathic? What are your, what are your reactions to those contrasting components of being human? Mm. Robert, you want to start us off? 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, I think definitely that's uh, kind of the nature-nurture argument. And probably the answer is yes um, on that. I, I just know that uh, for me growing up, uh, it was kind of a, uh, we just, we'd call it a rough neighborhood, but my grandmother was an example of, 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 of unconditional love and acts of kindness. Um, she always found it in her heart to, to, to be kind to others, and she had an extremely hard life. She was an immigrant farm worker. Um, but I remember she always smiled and she always told me, mijo, just do the right thing. And it was sometimes I would struggle in my adult life and say, but grandma, it's so hard. She said, I'll do the right thing. So I, you know, I, I grew up in that, that, that one person, um, letting me know that, you know, if I help others, it will come back to me eventually. And it feels good to help others. And that's no matter what situation I was in, if I did the right thing, I can walk away or the next day and think about it and say, yeah, it feels good. It feels good to do the right thing. It's not always easy, but it, it is the right thing. So I think that was really planted in me when I was young. And then uh, I also did that in uh, coaching high school wrestling for 13 years, working with kids that, uh, you know, the door was always open for them and, and kind of reaching out to them and giving them the opportunity um, to get involved and swings right into the advocacy work I now do. Um, so, yeah, I definitely... Um, think that we can be influenced by others around us, um, and it may be one individual out of many, or maybe many out of one, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, having a good example and a good good place, a good example and a good uh, uh, source of kindness to, uh, to see as an example helps us. Thank you. Wardy, I know you Are have me? some thoughts on this topic. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I really do believe very much in my heart. Kindness is the essence of the human spirit. I mean, I really do believe that people in their heart of hearts are really kind and really good. They are. We're born that way. We're born with that, with that capacity to, to, to love and to be kind and to be compassionate. The question is what happens sometimes throughout our, throughout our life. Very often, you know, people sometimes tell me, and when, I, when people, when I say this to people, they're like, Orly, how can you say that? Don't you see what's going on in the world? All the negativity, all the people that are doing all these terrible things to people. I said, I, said, I, do, I do understand that. I said, but what, what ends up happening? What happens to a person that shifts them? And so very often, when people have gotten hurt in their life, uh, people have been kind or become, and, and have gotten hurt because of it, people can eventually become bitter or cynical. They, they lack trust. They stop trusting in people. Um, but really, in our heart of hearts, we're wanting somebody to reach out to us and to, in a sense, prove to us that, we, that, you know, that we, in fact, are wrong, that really kindness does work. Uh, and I, I've seen it. I've seen it so, so many times. Just a small little story. I mean, um, when, when kindness boomerang went viral, and, and it continues to go through spurts of virality, and people are watching this film, and basically this is a film of the organization showing how one act of kindness goes from one person to the next, and it comes back to the same person who set it into motion. And it's such a, it's such a powerful video because what it's really showing is these simple acts of kindness that really do make an impact on people. And sometimes we'll have people, and I, I make sure I answer every single comment, and sometimes there are some not nice responses or comments on there, but I, I love to answer those even more than anything. And there can even be sometimes arguments that go on. And, you know, people that are reaching out or saying, hateful, you know, saying hateful things that just about kindness and, oh, this is, this, this is just a joke or whatever it might be. And um, other, other users that are on the same video getting upset at people and saying, how come, you, how come you're so negative? How come you're so, you know, cruel and hating something that's all about kindness? And I come in and I come in to mediate, and it's amazing what I see happen. And I say, and I tell the person that's getting angry at the people that dislike the video. I'm like, those are the people that need us to reach out to them the most. Those are the people that need us to embrace them the most. 
uh, because we've all been through various experiences in our life, and sometimes we've been hurt so bad that we lose that faith and that trust in people. We don't believe that people really do care. And so we, we go about testing people. We don't really think that they do care. But we need to be able to build that trust again, be able to build that love and show that we all still want the same thing, that, that you know, dream of a child of wanting to create a peaceful world, a united And so uh, I think that it's just about reaching out to people and helping them see that it's something that's possible, that kindness is something that's possible, and it's able to change people's lives. Uh, We'll be able to make people believe again. We'll be able to make people trust again. Um, But at the core of the person is kindness, is compassion, is love. People are really, really good. They just need to help them sometimes uh, catch a glimpse of that beauty that they have inside of them. And once you help them catch a glimpse of that beauty, and they see it, oh, my goodness, the things that they're going to do. You know, there's a quote that I absolutely love, and it says, the greatest gift you can give to another is not just to share your riches, but to reveal to him his own. What we need to do is be able to reveal to people just how wonderful, just how beautiful, just how capable they are of, of you know, of changing the world in a very impactful way. Uh, and I think that that's how we'll be able to see a really, really big shift and a really big change. You invigorate the whole concept of what hope is. That's beautifully said, Orly. And, Jeff, what about you? Oh, gosh. Well, I bring an interesting perspective to this, Dr. Carolyn, that I I have a profession that tends to focus on everything wrong in the world, as you know. (laughs) Um, Certainly, all of us in the media are part of a machine that's, uh, by its very nature, um, is charged with responding to, in, in a journalistic sense, what is happening in our world. And the reality is there is a lot of negative news. And we report on that. And unapologetically as a journalist, this is part of what we do. We have to talk about the wars. We have to talk about the crime, the poverty, and so forth. And I believe that there's a lot of good that is done in shining that light on it. But like anybody else in my business, I have craved over the 20 plus years of my career, the opportunity to share stories of success and stories of kindness and stories of service. And uh, through this project, I'm beginning to have that opportunity. And it's just, it's been absolutely wonderful to marry these two passions of mine, advocacy and broadcasting. Um, Just about two months ago, we started a new feature on KCBS where each Sunday, uh, three times a Sunday, we uh, tell a story about somebody who has turned adversity into advocacy. And it's using traditional media, in this case just one radio station broadcast over Northern California, uh, as an opportunity to share the good news with the bad. And that's a big part of my own personal mission. So waking up to that whole process of uh, adversity can become something worthwhile. Have you ever considered that when people listen to the news that they actually might feel themselves being empowered if they knew what they could do in the moment. And I think that this is what your project presents, is that if you feel the despair of the message that you heard on the radio show, then what can you possibly do? Well, one thing you can do is you can go to projecthopeexchange.com or you can dial 1-855-975-HOPE, H-O-P-E. Now, can you walk us through the process of people doing this? Let's just get mechanical for a while. How do people do this? and leave a message of hope or get a message of hope. And let's just take a few moments so people can write this very moment, pick up their phones, go to their computer, and leave a message or get a message of hope. Which one wants to dive into? 
Uh, Jeff, do you want to run through that, or do you want me to uh, touch on that? Sure. I'll tell you what. I'll start with the, the phone line, and then Orly can walk us through how it works on the website as well. Um, because it's yeah. important to us that we have as many ways as possible uh, for people to leave their message of hope, and we really wanted to facilitate that. So with the phone number, as you said, 855-975-HOPE, um, we've made it as simple as possible. It's a voicemail system, and you call, and you are uh, met with a greeting telling you a little bit about the project, but let's say you're not quite ready to leave the message because you don't know what you're supposed to say. We encourage you then to listen to some sample messages of hope. And I believe we have four or five of those that are available on the phone system where you can hear. Robert, for example, is one of those uh, message leavers that you can hear his message and say, oh, I see what they're doing. And they can um, also press another button and get some instructions. We put together a little video that's on the website, and we have the audio of that on the phone line as well. That's uh, just me walking through my own example, how I came to give my own 30-second example and use that as an opportunity for people to understand the whole process. And then from there, it's just as simple as following the menu structure and leaving your own message. Now, the good news is, and I will tell you that I'm a guy that's been speaking in public for 30 years. I'm sure I left two or three tries before I left the message that I wanted to leave. We encourage that. We want you to be comfortable with that. So you can re-record your message as many times as you like, get it to where you want it to be, and then hit send, and we get it. And uh, we have a team at our end who is going through those messages. If they're longer than 30, we edit them down to 30, uh, and then we put them up on the website. And I'll let Orly pick it up from there and explain how you can leave the message online, and then also what we do with those messages. So oh, basically, um, you, you can just go to projecthopeexchange.com, and right there on the site, first of all, there's a lot of information that explains exactly what we've been speaking about. But when you click on the tab that, that's uh, titled Give Hope, uh, that's where you can actually leave your audio message. So once you click on Give Hope, uh, again, those same exact tips are on that on the website. That uh, it's basically a video of Jeff going through uh, sort of tips of how to leave an effective, you know, a, an effective message. You can also listen to sample messages right on the site under the Get Hope tab. And then right below, right on that same exact page, um, you can record your message. You just press simply press the record button. Uh, you just speak. You all, all you have to do is just make sure that you have an actual mic off to your computer. And there's a computer, there's a mic test that you can do. You leave your 30-second message, and you can even listen to it. You know, listen back to it before you actually submit it. Uh, you know, in case you want to change it up, um, re-record if you like. You you know, plug in your information, your name, and your email address, and so on and so forth. Uh, and just click on you know, click on submit. Uh, once it comes through on our end. You know, we, we like Jeff was saying, we go through the messages, make sure that it hits the 30 mark line, um, and, and place it within the categories under the Get Hope uh, tab. So on the site, you have the Give Hope tab. That's where you record a message, and the Get Hope tab. That's where you can listen to messages, and you simply you know click on the adversity, whether it's a life challenge, mental health, or physical health, um, and and choose you know select through the uh, the uh, the different sorts of adversities, and then messages. Uh, to do with that specific adversity, pop up, and you can listen to those messages right there. And, and one okay, thing so to add to that real quickly in terms of, of the mm -hmm. microphone, um, and this I didn't know this until recently, but this is wonderful. If you have a standard set of smartphone headphones that have a built-in microphone, um, you know, your basic iPhone uh, earbuds, um, plug those into the computer, and they will work just fine. You can speak through them into 
the interface here. So you don't need to go out and buy yourself a, a microphone if you have a, exactly. a standard smartphone. And most computers have them built in. Yeah. That's true too. Yeah. Okay, folks, this is how easy it is. It's projectexchange.com. I'm going to push the record button on the GIFO. Here we go. I'm going to record 30 seconds. Thank you, folks. This is Carol. I have a lost of loved ones. I know what it's like to go through someone dying, and you miss them so much. It aches inside so deeply. But don't forget to talk to them, even though they're not there in physical form, because whether you believe they're there or not, it just does you good to be able to hear yourself reaching out and letting them know you love them, even though they're not there in your presence going on about your day, knowing that they mattered, even though they may not be here. That was 30 seconds, guys. That was a processing. That was amazing. That was amazing. (laughs) All right. You know what I I have to say? I got to say, you know what I found is that very often when, when, you know, uh, leaving a message of hope, it's really like we're leaving ourselves a message of hope. It's, uh, you know, uh, we sometimes give give ourselves the best advice. You know, and, and when we know that we're giving it to somebody else, we can actually listen to our own advice ourselves. And I, I yes. feel like that's a very, very, very big, you know, aspect of, of Project Hope Exchange. Um, when we know that we're helping someone else, we're actually able to vocalize that, you know, that, that message of hope. It actually is able to be internalized within ourselves, and it's able to help us out of that dark time. It makes a, it makes a yep. lot of sense. You know, you know, Robert, this is kind of your world in terms of the adversity to advocacy. And I'm wondering if you can walk us through a little bit of that aspect of this type of outreach as I'm looking at your Facebook right now, looking at the various people with different stories. What what stories stick out to you that you've captured on adversity to advocacy? Yeah, the the stories of of a person, Mary, who uh, dealt with stroke and uh, battled through stroke and got her speech back and then developed an organization in California to help others uh, dealing with stroke um, and giving back and realizing that uh, she was getting better and giving to others, that it kept her kept her healthy and kept her, her heart full. Um, Corey uh, Rice, who has ALS, Lugaric disease. Um, every time you, you're even around Corey and listening to him about talking about uh, helping others and raising money for research um, for ALS, um, you know, it's very inspiring. And everybody in the room lights up, and, and there's this, this feeling, as Lori Lee mentioned, of, of, of love. I mean, the scientific word would be love, I guess, um, for that, you know. And there's these amazing people. Um, uh, Jeff's story of dealing with OCD and being a public figure and coming out and and telling his story uh, is inspiring, um, you know. And, and and we find that I think it's also the people that that are that are going to uh, uh, these websites or uh, seeing the boomerang and you know they're not high powered celebrities and they don't have a lot of resources, but they have a phone, you know, and it can it can be intimidating to get involved in something and you know. Uh, you know, they don't have to save the world to just have a, a dream about it and be able to tell somebody else about it. <clears throat> Excuse me, tell somebody else about it. And um, so the adversity to advocacy, definitely. And in my work, um, sharing my story, it started 10 years ago in a little church with 20 people, and then it grew into um, nationwide speaking and others sponsoring me. And I was amazed because people took me in as I, 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 I was thought, you know, I was uh, uh, helping others, but they were helping me, and they advanced, and I got involved in research and some stuff at the Greater Good Science Center and Hinsaw Research Lab at Cal Berkeley. And, um, so I've really seen the process work over the last decade of my life, 
and uh, it is it's fun to share it with other people who have been there. I know that for me in my profession, I'm often better at those things that I've gone through. <laughs> it's yep. a, oh, dear. I mean, that is kind of like a, a way of saying that you, you learn learn from your mistakes, learn from your hardships, so that you can pass it forward. And there's that phrase, passing it forward. You may not be able to give it to someone who helped you, but you might be able to give it to someone else that needs it. Yeah. Someone yeah, else yeah, yeah. to dive in there. Was that you, early? I I I'm, I'm always uh, fascinated by the people that. Uh, come up to me and say, oh, I saw you spoke and shared your story two years ago, and now I'm an advocate and I'm speaking or I'm working on an organization. And it's going to be an exciting moment when we start getting these these messages of hope back that said, you know, one year ago I left a message for the first time of hope or received hope, and now I'm involved in a nonprofit organization or I'm giving back to others or I'm, you know, a big brother. Um, so that will be really, really cool to hear those messages, you know, a year or two years from now. One of the things that I think is, has proven to be so magic about this whole process for us, Dr. Carroll, is that when we first started, we weren't sure, you know, like any organization, we weren't sure exactly what our mission was going to be. And Robert was one of our founding board members, and several of the other people who were involved came out of the mental health world. And we thought, well, is this a mental health project? Or was that what we're about? And what we started realizing was that Robert and I and some of the others in the mental health community have been networking with these amazing people who are in the physical health challenge community, if you will, ALS or stroke or cancer. And what we found was that this phenomenon is so universal, and this is before Orly even crossed our radar, and, and we realized this was just an everyday life challenge principle as well. And what we found is our greatest strength is our diversity. To be able to put somebody who is battling ALS next to somebody who is battling schizophrenia and they're completely different adversities. And now put next to them somebody who's battling loneliness. And all three of those people coming from three very different worlds can share the exact same message that, hey, when we reached out to other people, um, we were able to help ourselves. As Orly said, I love how she put that. You know, sometimes we're putting out the message we need to remind ourselves of, or we teach that which we need to learn. I love that concept as well. And what we have found, and one of the reasons that we've kept our niche so narrow, not only with diversity to advocacy, but with Project Hope Exchange in terms of the arc of the story we're looking for in 30 seconds is there's a real special magic to speaking with people who are in the shoes that we were in. We are a survivor of a particular adversity. When we reach out to those particular individuals, there's a real magic there. So it's always wonderful to be of service to other people, but we have found there's something really magical about being of service to other people that you yourself are uniquely qualified to speak to because of what you've been through. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, in, in my work as a psychologist for 37 years, it's been interesting watching the different remedies for depression and anxiety that have been advocated. And, of course, pharmaceuticals have been very helpful to people. But we find that there are two very key ways that are antidepressant and anti-anxiety. And one is exercise and the other is acts of kindness, random acts yeah. of kindness. And um, that, that not only does it affect the brain chemistry, but it gives a person a sense of, wow, you know, I do have something to offer. I can do something with what little I have or even my pain and share a moment, and that makes me have meaning and worthwhileness. And in addition, when people are coming out of a situation, let's say a car crash or cancer, and they're just so relieved to be done with whatever horrible things they had to endure, 
uh, divorce, etc. It becomes even more of a healing experience when they're at a distance from the event and they look back and say, wow, that was like a college, an education. I have a graduate degree mm-hmm. in that. And this person in front of me is saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I have to face this. And suddenly you know you have been equipped with real-life street wisdom to say, okay, this is what I can give you. Your journey is going to be yours. But I have this wisdom of my experience that some of those strands of wisdom might be of assistance to you as you approach your trial, your tribulation. So that becomes part of the healing as well because you look back and you say, you know what, that was meaningful that I went through that. Personal stories. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, there... Go ahead, Lily. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to be cutting anybody off. <laughs> no, no I, I was just saying, I mean, just based on what you were, you were talking about in terms of acts of kindness and its, and its, and its uh, ability to really truly heal, very often, I mean, a lot of... Uh, this is something that's going on in society today where there are many many issues that, that, that take place. And let's say, you know, many many things come across it with the anti-approach. So if a person is going through something, let's say, uh, you know, if there's some, someone is, uh, you know, uh, for example, involved very much in substance abuse, people take the, okay, anti-substance abuse. It's using something negative to fight against something negative, which very often sometimes brings more negativity. Um, but as opposed to doing that, you know, what Project Hope Exchange is about, what Life Essence Live is about, what A2A is about, it's all about preventing those things from coming into being by simply empowering people. And when and that's what hope has a very, very big aspect about empowering people because um, they're actually able, you know, to give something of their own. They're, that's an act of kindness. Um, so Project Hope Exchange, by leaving your 30-second message of hope, you're not just leaving a message of hope or becoming an advocate. You're also engaging in an act of kindness, and that in itself empowers you, um, and it's a very, very has a very healing impact, like you mentioned. Deeply said. Well, folks, do you want to walk us through how people can become part of this on another level? Perhaps you're needing some support or perhaps Life Vest Inside, which is a nonprofit organization, or A2A Alliances, which is also a nonprofit organization, would like to have some assistance or some promotion or help so that they, you, you can get your messages out specifically as well. Jeff, Orly? Sure. Thank you. I'll start us, and and I appreciate the opportunity for us to to talk a little bit about both of our individual organizations as well. Um, So A2A, Adversity to Advocacy, um, we like to say that we have three primary missions as a nonprofit organization. The first is to network and support inspiring individuals who have turned adversity into advocacy. Robert, my friend on the line with us, is a perfect example of that. He is currently one of about 45 uh, adversity-driven advocates, as we like to call them, um, who are networked under our umbrella. And these are all individuals who we are supporting through A2A by leveraging their, uh, our media resources to tell their stories, whether we tell them through our Psychology Today blog or our KCBS feature or a weekly podcast. Um, our goal is to spread their stories far and wide. Those individuals share something uh, in common beyond their adversity-driven advocacy. They share a passion for helping other people step into advocacy, which is our second mission, provide pathways to individuals who are looking to step into advocacy. Project Hope Exchange is our, our baby. I mean, in terms of this is the opportunity for people to step into advocacy, and we're just so thrilled that we were able to build this with life Est inside and finally 
be able to deliver on this because it's, uh, it's been lagging for us. We've been really struggling to figure out how can we provide those pathways in a meaningful way. And Project Hope Exchange fills that void. And the third thing that we do is we showcase the power of turning adversity into advocacy. And so we're working with Harvard and we're working with Cal Berkeley and we've uh, spoken with uh, wonderful folks at Stanford and we are doing what we can to promote the science of a meaningful life, as the Greater Good Science Center describes it, the science of turning adversity into advocacy. So we do that through our weekly podcast called ADA Spotlight. We'd love for your listeners to come listen to those. They're posted weekly. And we do it through our Psychology Today blog called Adversity to Advocacy. And we do it through our website, which is uh, A2Aalliance.org. We are a nonprofit organization always looking for financial support like any other nonprofit out there. Uh, we have a means for people to give through our website, and uh, we would love for you to follow us on social media, uh, with a Facebook page, a Twitter page, and so forth. Uh, you can learn all about that by going to adversitytoadvocacy.org or a2aalliance.org. Beautifully. I'm also looking at you on psychologytoday.com, experts-jeffbell. Orally, there I Robert, am. What would you like to add? <laughs> no. So as I was mentioning, so Life Us Inside is about, you know, spreading kindness and empowering people and building self-esteem and self-value. And one of the big things is, is helping people go from that initial inspiration to action. Because like I was mentioning earlier, inspiration is easier. Right? You get inspired, you're going to change your whole world around. But how do you actually take that inspiration and bring it into your life? And so um, the way that I explain this really is with four really simple terms, and that's inspire, engage, educate and unite. And so the first step is to inspire people because inspiration, that first step is very important. Um, inspiring people to believe again, to believe that change is possible, that kindness is the way to get us there, uh, to believe again in humanity and believe again in themselves. And Life Us Inside does that through two means, uh, through inspirational film like Kindness Boomerang. Kindness Boomerang, if you haven't checked it out, I would definitely, definitely recommend that you do check it out. It's a five-minute short. It kind of got us out there. Uh, it went viral couple years ago, and it's reached over 30 million people globally. Um, so through inspirational film, being able to give people a glimpse of what it would be, you know, how easy and simple kindness is really to incorporate into their life, and through social media. Um, you know, we connect with people on a really a one-to-one basis, um, and so I would really recommend everyone to, you know, people to, if they're interested in kind of getting a bit of a daily dose of inspiration and being able to actually start being able to implement kindness into their life, be able to connect with us on our social media channels be it uh, Facebook or YouTube, Instagram or Twitter, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the inspire level. Uh, and we do reach out to each and every person. Our, 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 our uh, you know, phrase is uh, no comment gets left behind. It's very important to connect with people and to, to let them know someone's on the other end. And once a person is inspired, the next step, like I said, is engage. Engaging people and helping them be able to see how they can take that inspiration and now actually incorporate it into their life. And so on that level, uh, we have various ways that people can take part in really, really simple ways. Um, one of them is through Project Hope Exchange, of course, which is the 30-second act of kindness. Um, and what a phenomenal way to actually, uh, you know, help others while at the same time helping yourself. One of the other things that I would recommend, and again, if you go onto our website and you click on uh, Get Involved, we have a page called Take Action, and it shows you the various ways that you can take action in 60 seconds or less uh, to become part of Life That's Inside. One of our programs is called the Kindness Ambassador Program. And as a Kindness Ambassador, when you sign up, you get your own you know, separate Kindness Ambassador photo and you get connected with ambassadors from across the globe. Right now we have over 4,000 global ambassadors. And each week 
you receive a weekly kindness task, a really simple task that takes about two to three minutes to complete. And you also get to be connected with all the ambassadors and sharing your experiences, inspiring others, and being inspired. And it's a phenomenal and easy way to take part in the organization on that engaged level. Uh, one of the other ways to get involved, we have something really awesome called the Acts of Kindness cards. And these cards, each card has on it a different act of kindness, and you simply perform the act, and then you pass the card to someone else to keep the kindness going. And every person whose hand touches that card is because you were, you know, you had the courage to actually perform the act and pass it on. And so you can actually, um, you know, get a deck of Acts of Kindness cards um, on our site at lifeessenceside.com slash AOK, Acts of Kindness, AOK cards. Uh, you can post stories with your specific card or pictures holding your card showing that you're a proud card-carrying member of kindness. And again, it's uh, promoting that kindness is something simple. And the idea is it's all about just increasing our awareness. So the, the Acts of Kindness cards actually just came out with the kids. We just came out with a kids edition that has various acts to do with, um, you know, with children, uh, whether it be in school or with their family. And each deck comes with 26 different acts. Uh, one of the other great things that I definitely want to mention, and it's really exciting and it's coming up, so World Kindness Day is on November 13th. And each year, this is going to be our third year now doing it, uh, Life Us Inside kicks off World Kindness Week with a worldwide event. It's a worldwide dance for kindness, uh, which is basically a kindness freeze mob flash mob where people from across the globe all are dancing to the same dance on the same, to the same, on the same day to the same song. Um, we have video footage from all the locations. People freeze in kindness poses and then it turns into a flash mob. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's so much fun and so easy to take part in. Uh, last year we had it in 25 countries and over 40 cities all on the same day. And we just now opened up group leader registration. So if anybody uh, wants to register to be a group leader in their specific city, they can register now until July 10th to become a group leader. And um, registration for the dance opens up at the end of August. Uh, and you can select one of the countries, one of the locations in your next to you and take part in the worldwide event. That's a really exciting thing. So there are many levels on the engage, uh, on the engage area. And once a person then is inspired and they're engaged, the next level is educate. And on the education level, we're basically saying two words. We're saying, do you matter? Uh, be it through, you know, connecting with companies and going in and uh, discussing kindness in the workplace or going into schools We've developed an educational kindness curriculum for grades K through 5 that aligns with the Common Core State Standards and Bloom's Taxonomy and brings kindness, compassion, and empathy into the classroom. So you're still obtaining the same skill sets that you'd be obtaining within your language arts class, but you're doing it through the lens of kindness. Uh, and it's bringing these concepts directly into the classroom. So, you know, so a child is not just being taught the, the regular facts and figures, but it's actually, but actually that character and values. Uh, and so... You know, if you have a school, if you are a teacher or you're a parent or you're sitting on the board or you're a principal and are interested in learning about the educational kindness curriculum, uh, more information can be found on the website as well. Uh, and finally, on the Unite level, what we've done is we've developed a representative program where our most loyal fans and group leaders from our past events uh, have come on board to actually be trained to become an official Life SNCI representative in their country and actually organize continuous on-the-ground engagement uh, with their local communities. Uh, so it's, it's, a really exciting, it's a really exciting program. And one of the prerequisites to become representative is to 
sign up to have been a, a group leader at our Dance for Kindness event for one year. So uh, right now, group leader registration is open, and that's really uh, an awesome way to get involved. Um, but just on the main part, again, you can find more information out about how to get involved on lifechestinside.com. And I would really uh, you know, also recommend connecting with us on our social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, YouTube. It's uh, Life Vest Inside. Uh, as well as Jeff said, as a nonprofit, obviously, we're always looking for, for people to come on board, whether to help volunteer-wise or whether to contribute to help us continue doing the great work that we're doing. And you're able to donate and make your contribution directly on, on our site um, that we use uh, Network for Good. So, yeah, those are the you know, ways to get involved and help us continue to perpetuate uh, kindness in the world and make the world a kinder, more unified place. You have a place if you want to go out and reach and help, and it's called, again, LifeVestInside.com. It is a great and exciting site full of opportunity and equipment and possibilities regardless if you're a teacher or you just have a moment to contribute. Well, Robert Villanueva, tell us about your, your passion and projects on this regard. I am passionate to open dialogue and communication acts of kindness. So an act of kindness can lead to a conversation in which advocacy work we do and open up. I'm looking at Orly's website right now. It says education is the most powerful weapon we can use to change the world by Nelson Mandela. Um that just inspires me right there. Um you know, so uh I think these are great platforms. Uh, a lot of people ask us what a um, 8A Alliance the organization does. Um and it's kind of a lot of this is, I think, new in the advocacy world as far as cutting edge on, on using the Internet and web-based uh, kind of platforms to reach out to more people. So, for instance, if I, you know, I have a single voice in a single venue, but through the Internet we can reach across the world, as, as already mentioned. And uh, Jeff and I are here in San Francisco Bay Area, and so we're reaching across the nation right now and, and obviously reaching across the world in you know, collaboration with um, the project Hope Exchange. So it's an amazing thing to watch the growth of, of this project and the opportunities that we do have through social media um, and being a, a web-based uh, organization spreading kindness and love. And, and, and those personal stories are definitely, the I think, the aggregate that, that bring people in and give them hope and are able to uh, you know, give hope and get hope um, all in the privacy of your own home and, and in some cases, if you're isolating because of your adversity and, you know, it's hard to deal with others or deal with the outside world, um, what an amazing place to go to um, with. I know the boomerang, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the video of that one, definitely. It's, uh, it's amazing. I show everybody. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the platform that Orly and Jeff have created is an amazing opportunity to reach others that may have not uh, been able to be reached. Um, if it wasn't for social media, the Internet, and uh, these web-based organizations. As I said, that's A2Aalliance.org, A2Aalliance.org. Well, folks, we're going to wrap up this wonderfully inspiring story of this opportunity, this expression of love and kindness, and not being afraid to admit that you are having a down day or you're having a great day, and then to be able to share either way. Again, call 1-855-975-HOPE or go to projectexchange.com and be able to share or receive your message of hope 
folks, in our final moments here, what's your last final inspiration you want people to walk away from that just lifts them to recognize how powerful they are to help themselves and others? All soreness. I have, I'm a big fan of Viktor Frankl, uh, the, the psychiatrist who was uh, put in a Nazi death camp during World War II and went on to write the book Man's Search for Meaning. And Dr. Frankl taught me through his writing that our greatest motivator in life is our search for purpose. A lot of us around the world, all of us, have been through some kind of adversity, and we often ask ourselves why. We can't provide those answers through Project Hope Exchange. We don't know. But we do know that you are free to choose how you respond to the adversity that has been put in your path. And when you choose to help other people uh, through that adversity, you derive amazing sense of purpose through that. And um, I want to challenge you to try this for yourself and find out just how much of a sense of purpose it will give you and how motivating that will be as you continue to battle your own adversity while helping other people. Orly. Oh, boy. I have, I, well, you know, just based on what, Jeff, you were just kind of uh, uh, let something go off in my mind. You know, Life Fest Inside actually itself, the name Life Fest Inside, and I, I know I won't have enough time to go into the story, uh, but came about because of, you know, through an adversity. Uh, an idea is that, you know, our Life Fest, our ability to stay afloat in this world comes from inside of us. It's through the kindness, through the hope that we give to others, through the kindness that others bestow on us that we help keep each other afloat. And if you think about it, you know, you could be surrounded by a sea, in a sea of troubles, a sea in the middle of the ocean, and, uh, you know, it seems like you're, you're drowning and there's nowhere to go. But a little life vest, a little lifeline of kindness, a little lifeline of hope can be the difference between, between life and death. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's keeping you afloat. So although you're still surrounded by your troubles, that vest is the difference between life and death. And so I, I will also challenge you to, you know, take a moment, take 30 seconds out of your day and to visit projecthopeexchange.com and to be able to throw that life vest to somebody uh, and help keep them afloat when they're surrounded by all those troubles. Uh, it's amazing what it can do. Beautiful. Robert Villanueva. Yeah, I think doing the guy. Uh, the right thing, as my grandma would say, has always led me to, to uh, being kind to others. And I know that uh, um, through neuroscience, they show that um, um, anxiety and being service of others can't uh, trigger at the same time. So as you're servicing others or being um, uh, kind to others in an act of kindness, um, that the anxiety goes away. So for me, it's a good way to stay healthy, and it definitely, um, I, I think I benefit the most out of being kind to others and um, appreciate all the work that uh, Orly and Jeff have done, and um, thank you for the opportunity for us to share on uh, on your show, Dr. Carol. Oh, I'm so glad. I feel like you have invigorated my day and renewed my oh. hope in the wonderful capacities of humanity. <laughs> because uh, thank we you really so don't much have to live the dredges of war and terrorism. We can really live and rise above crime and, and ill health and things of that sort. So thank you so much for invigorating my day as I go forth. I'm going to pass it forward in many ways. And listeners, I hope you pass it forward as well as receive it for yourself because we all need hope. We can all give hope. Thanks for joining us, each of you. And we'll talk thank to you so much. Next showdown.
Thank, thank you so much, Dr. Carroll. And uh, join us later today at ProjectHopeExchange.com to hear Dr. Carroll's message of hope on our website. It will be there for you. Yes. <laughs> I've watched a couple now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Be well. ProjectHopeExchange.com.